If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it because we are joined by the one the only brandy marshall thank you thank you thank you for having me and you are coming to us you are in the vault at the o group offices yep mm-hmm. right here in the vault where, where the, all the magic happens <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, listen, the office is gorgeous, but any office that has a vault, you know, you're in for a, the real deal, right? right? Really cool. Well, listen, congratulations. I mean, season two dropped a few weeks ago. It's been watched. I mean, it's just such a success again. So congratulations on that. How does that feel? Thank you. It feels crazy because it's like it happens. You, you guys get to see it way after it happened. So then you almost not forget, but like, that's just like another job that you do that you forget that's actually going to come out and be on TV one day. You're like, oh, shoot, I said that I did that. And it's on TV. <laughs> so it's a little weird for a minute. <laughs> How was this season different for you? I mean, I watched it. I loved it. It's not just lip service. I was just telling Netflix before you came on this show. Is so good. But how is this season different for you? This season was different for me just because I think that Netflix really showed me coming into my own, you know, in season one, I, I definitely struggled with, um, I was very new to OC, like I, I had just moved here and now I've been here for like two and a half years. So you see me a little more comfortable, see me getting some deals, you know, and just like really stepping into my authenticity this season. Um, and I think that's what's different than season one. It was just very much like I, did, I didn't watch reality TV. I didn't know what I was getting into. And I was just kind of like a deer in headlights most of season one. <laughs> Wow. And you never watched any reality TV before this? Not really? Like little, like, I, you know, little glimpses and little things like that. But I was never like a big reality show like fan. Wow. Well, we did see, you know, dealing with the loss of your mom this year. I mean, which is so hard to deal with. I mean, now you're doing it on such a natural, you know, on such a national platform. Like, how was that? And like, did you ever feel, you know, like maybe taking a step away from the show or like, that's a pretty personal thing to share? Yes. So there were moments where I legitimately had to look over the contract and say, like, if I walked away from the show right now, would there be any like ramifications? Because like, it is a lot. It's a lot, you know, but I powered through it. And then when I saw season two, I was like, so grateful that I powered through it because they told my story, you know what I mean? And they, they showed my background, they, they, they showed me paying tribute to my mom, and it was all worth it. You know what I mean? But sometimes you get so like convoluted in the drama and stuff that like, Going through that emotional experience and having drama with like your castmates and stuff is like, it's a lot. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you're dealing with us. Now you're dealing with them on such a national platform like Netflix. Yeah. And there's a lot of office drama we have here. Right, right. You were very vocal, speaking of drama at the beginning of the season, you know, about Tyler and, you know, Alex Hall, that you were just not a fan of this relationship. Talk to me about that. Yeah, you know, honestly, I was at a crossroads, right? Because the topic came up at that lunch. And I was at a crossroads. Okay, mind my business and not say 
what my true thoughts are in the, on this conversation. Sometimes with production, you have to speak down or forever hold your peace. And I knew that this was just something in my heart that I, I didn't really love and I didn't back. And since the topic came up, I did feel comfortable enough to voice that, you know, at that lunch with Polly and Lauren, um, which was a very hard situation to be in, you know, because the scene was set up where Alex Hall was not there. So I was like, okay, you know what I mean? This can look bad. I get, I got that. But then I also was like, I got to be authentic and true to how I really feel. And I just like, at the time, things were going on that you guys didn't know about, such as the divorce was being, it was said, Tyler says that it's not like accurate, but the divorce was announced the day that they were in Dubai together for some like influencing trip. And I just thought that that was like, kind of like tacky on, on their behalf. So just being friends with them, I didn't like it because now we have these negative conversations that are happening amongst sellers, amongst other people, because now it's being like publicized, you know? And you said that your seller or buyer like actually came to you and said like, this is oh, yeah, you know, he called what's me. going on. Wow. He called me because it was being like, and talked about in the press and stuff like that. And yes, he did watch season one and he knew about what was going on. So, and I had his house listed. So at the time I'm thinking he's calling me about like, you know, let's lower the price or like, how about I change the floors? And like, he's on the phone ranting about this for like 20, 30 minutes. And I'm like, I'm like, this is a red flag to me because if it's now reaching, you know what I mean? Then like we, we can control some of these conversations. You know, that's all I was trying to say. Like, let's kind of control this narrative and kind of like move a little more discreetly if we're going to do that, you know? Right. It's affecting your real business that is now taking time out of your day. Right, right. Did your speaking up, you know, have everything to do with like, or some, you know, mostly to do with like Tyler's divorce and like the timing, or was it just also like simply like, hey, office romances, they never usually end so well. You know, office romances are not typically something that I would even speak out about. I think it was just this particular situation. And it was also having to do with me being friends with Alex Hall at the time. And I think what people don't realize is like what you don't speak about on reality TV almost basically makes you compliant with it. And that's what people don't realize. Like, well, you never said anything. Well, you were doing this scene and this scene. And like, if you don't say anything, production doesn't know that you don't feel away. You know what I mean? And they just like schedule your scenes around this person. Meanwhile, you're like, I don't even like what this person's doing. You know what I mean? So it's like that situation particularly made me speak out. But typically when people are having office romances, like I don't, I don't really care. I just think I felt like it was kind of like my duty also to let her know, like, I just feel like this looks bad for you. You know what I mean? And that's all I, I was always coming from a place of love, even though it doesn't look like that on the show. It looks like I'm coming off judgmental, but I wasn't, you know, and I was really coming from a place of, I just don't think it's a good look for you. You know? See, this does make you a good reality TV star because you're supposed to be honest and wear your emotions on your sleeve and see, you're doing a good job, even though you've never watched reality TV before. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.
You guys know that I'm so busy and I'm running around and I certainly don't have time to go to the grocery store. That's why I turn to HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. There's no more grocery store. There's no more spending hours determining what you're going to cook for dinner. Everything just shows up and it's all self-explanatory. And I love that you have over 40 recipes to choose from every week. So there's no getting bored and there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. Did you know you can also save money? HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery store shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. So there's actually going to be less stress in your day and you're going to have more money in your pocket. Some of my favorite meals from this past week, oh my God, the onion crunch chicken and the Szechuan pork noodle stir fry. So good. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 velvet rope and use code 50 velvet rope for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50 velvet rope and use code code 50 velvet rope for 50% off plus free shipping. Hello Fresh, America's number one meal kit. If you would have told me a few months ago I would become an expert on women's shapewear and women's bras, I would have told you you were but thanks to Honey Love, that's all changed. I mean, ladies, there's nothing worse than suffering from an uncomfortable bra. Am I right? Well, thankfully, Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game. I've sent Honey Love to all of our guest co-hosts and many of my housewife friends, and they agree. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. They're made from fabric that's so soft, it feels like a second skin. You know, after a long day at work, you get home and you immediately want to take off your bra. Well, listen, with Honey Love, you'll never experience that again. They're so comfortable, you'll actually forget you're wearing a bra. You may even sleep in your bra. Their best-selling crossover bra is so comfortable, it's sure to be your new go-to. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash velvet. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com slash velvet. After you purchase, they ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. It's time to ditch the underwire for good thanks to Honey Love. I found it so tough this fall to fit working out into my schedule. I've been so busy. And let's face it, working out can be actually really boring. All of that changed for me with the Peloton bike. The Peloton bike motivates me to actually work out. So skipping my workouts is totally a thing of the past. I love the Peloton bike and Bike Plus because there is an endless variety of exercise options. I never get bored. I now actually look forward to my workouts. I never thought I would be saying that. Peloton is not just a class. It's a fitness entertainment mashup. I find myself singing along, screaming. I can't recommend this enough, you guys. Don't take my word for it. Do you know that 90% of Peloton households that join at the start of the year are still active 12 months later? It's unbelievable. Look, if you're still unsure, I've got something for you. Try the Peloton Bike or Bike Plus free for 30 days. Not for you? Return it for a full refund. Find your zone with a 30-day worry-free home trial of Peloton Bikes. Visit OnePeloton.com slash home dash trial. Do you think like you kind of took the brunt of that? Because surely you can't be the only one in the office that has a problem with Hall and Tyler. That's the thing I didn't understand also, because like, obviously we're all on a reality show. We all have opinions about each other. We all like, this is, uh, this is why they chose us to be on a reality show because we are strong personalities, opinionated people. So I didn't understand like why my opinion was such a big deal to be like questioned about, you know what I mean? But like, I just thought at the time that we were going to be able to agree to disagree and like move past it, but that's not what happened. 
you know? Do you think like there, because, you know, as a viewer, it does seem like there are truly cliques in this office. It seems like, you know, Austin and Tyler and Hall and Polly, like they could do no wrong in each other's eyes. That's true. Yeah. I don't know if they realize that, but that's how it feels. That's how it feels as a viewer as well. Yeah. Do you, you know, watching season one, just, you know, having watched so many reality shows, you know, when I watched season one and I had the pleasure of sitting down with Jarvis last season, you know, I said to myself as I watched season one, like Jarvis better duck because the fans are not going to be happy. She's going to come across as a total mean girl. But then season one came out and it wasn't really how I predicted. You know, a lot of people were the opposite. This season, it kind of was even more in favor of Jarvis. Like people are kind of hailing her as like, you're great. And people are really coming for Hall and Polly. Like, does that shock you? Because it shocked me from just a viewer's point of view that it's so slanted in one way, so to speak. No, you know, the thing about it is like season one, I didn't know Jarvis that well. And that's why you guys got such a great season one is that we were all really new to this office. We didn't know each other. You know, there's so many other factors that play into like disliking each other, you know, production, you know what I mean? And like things like that. But then once you get to know people like I, I love Jarvis. And I think that I had her completely misunderstood from season one with like her vocabulary. I thought she was intentionally trying to make me like, you know, feel dumb, but she wasn't. She was like, I'm an attorney. And like, I almost get embarrassed. Like when I use these big words, because I can't think of a smaller one to use. So it's just my vocabulary. And I'm like, oh my God, like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, she's just, you know, once you can relate to her on that level, like I totally see why everybody loves her. I think she's, I think she's amazing. Do you feel that Polly and Hall are the mean girls of the office? I don't like to call names. You know, I won't I won't call them mean girls whatsoever. I mean, they just. I'll, I'll leave that up to the viewers to decide, you know, and I'm not calling them names either. I love them, but I, I, I love you all. I mean, I cannot choose sides, but, you know, I just didn't, you know, know if you did what. <laughs> What about, you know, we also saw, you know, Polly and Tyler, you know, came out that they shared this kiss in on, you know, in the office. It was supposed to be a pack, but it was really more than just a pack. You know, Kayla really brought a lot of this out. I mean, she really believes she deserves an apology. She's really feels there's a double standard, you know, based on everything that happened last season. Like, do you feel that Kayla deserves an apology? There was a scene that was cut in Cabo where I actually sat down with Polly. Um, we were on that yacht and I asked her to apologize to Kayla only because I would like all of us women to on, on the cast to we don't have to always get along or else there will be no show, but to come to a common ground on that level. Because if you remember, I was in that scene also where Kayla was getting come, came down on really hard about the Tyler situation. And I came to her and let her know heartfeltly, you know, how I felt and the things I agreed with and the things I didn't agree with. But I also let her, let her know that I was rooting for her and that I wanted her to win. So I tried to push for that apology. Um, Polly turned it down. She said, no, um, she just said that it was two different things. And I'm like, regardless of like, tomato tomato you know what i mean i would just like to see us all kind of like come on one common ground and say okay i see where you're coming from like okay i can see how that hurt you you know what i mean i would have loved to have that dialogue open up because i think we wouldn't be where we are right now as a cast but then again it makes for great tv so do you think it's two separate things or is it exactly the same thing per se that was the biggest thing for me on, on the show was that it was clearly a gray area, right? Because technically he was still married. However, he was filed for separation. So for me, it did feel just a little hypocritical just because he was mid-divorce. He wasn't fully, um, he wasn't fully single. So it was just like, to me, it kind of just felt tasteless 
you know, and again, that's just each person's opinion. And that was just my opinion at the time. But I was also stepping into if because I'm a wife, if this were my husband, like how I would be, you know, just from the outside looking in. Sure. Yeah. Well, the fans seem pretty divided on this. A lot of people are like, like I said earlier, everyone is thinking this, but you know, Brandy, at least you're speaking up and voicing your opinion and you are kind of taking the brunt of it. And then there's a lot of fans that are like, man, Brandy, you are just judgy. Like, what do you say to the people that say you're so judgy, Brandy? And I'm not saying it, but what do you say to those people? I'm not judgy. I was being honest every time that I was asked, you know what I mean? And if you really pay attention, it wasn't me offering other than the first time at the lunch, I offered my opinion. But after that, it was more so me trying to distance myself because for one, I knew that was a storyline for two. I didn't want to get tied up with that storyline because I didn't agree with it. So why would I be sitting here like at lunch with the girls that I'm like, I don't agree with the actions that they're doing. Right. So that's why I was vocal about it. So, I mean, was I, was I judgy or was I just being real and honest about it, about my feelings, you know? You see how it works. You just mentioned it and you're like, wait a second, I'm being dragged into a whole storyline. I want nothing to do with. Oh yeah. That's what well, happens. Speaking of your client calling you and, you know, I mean, with, you know, Hall and Tyler and, you know, we don't really know the status of their relationship today because they've been very vague in the press about it. But do you think like that or just inter-office romances in general, like does that affect their ability to serve their old group clients? Um, You know, honestly, we're kind of all in competition with each other. So it only helps me like, Hey, go ahead. You know what I mean? I tried to give you the heads up. I tried to let you know it looks messy. However, I just don't like the public eye during the mid divorce controversy. I think that made us look messy. It made us look sloppy. It was giving us negative press, but if people date, go ahead, whatever. Like you're so wrapped up in that, that like, I'll go after the listings. You know what I mean? So like, for me, I don't really care as far as that. I did have something to say just because that particular time was horrible with him going through the mid-divorce and like the press speculating around it right like if that affects your ability to do your job have at it just more clients for brandy yeah exactly <laughs> keep going well, we did see, you know, your tension this season with Hall come to, you know, kind of a, it kind of reached its boiling point in Cabo, you know, I mean, Hall kind of said, you know, it kind of came out that she thought you were going to kind of approach her and like maybe implied you were going to get physical. Like, how shocked were you that that came out from her, that that kind of narrative just from her came out? That situation was really heated, you know, as you can see, and I walked away from it just because I will not allow myself. I just hold myself to a higher standard. And that's why you see me apologize later. And that's why you see me have the conversation I have with my sister where I'm just like disappointed in myself. And it's not even because I felt like I just did something so wrong. It was just that I let myself get out of character. And like, I was upset with myself for that. You know what I mean? And yeah, it was surprising to go back and watch it, but hopefully this opens up the conversation. You know what I mean? And like, hopefully some, some, some education comes from this and, and, it's a learning opportunity rather than like, you know, bashing hall, you know, it's just, that, that's just what I, can, what I can hope for. I understand. Like, I think um the same way, like anytime I lose my cool with someone, it takes me so much to get there and it's so rare. And then when it's over, I'm like, I'm only mad at myself. I am truly mad at nobody else in this situation that I got there. Cause I'm, I don't do this. It, exactly. And it was so rare for me. And I was just like, and, and to be completely honest, I forgot the cameras were there. So when I snapped out of it and realized the cameras were there, I was like, get out of here. <laughs> I ripped my mic off so fast because I was just like, what just happened? <laughs> Do you think, yes, exactly. Do you think Hall owes you an apology at all for that situation? I mean, like, it seems like you have apologized and you're good with it. You know, do you think she owes you an apology in any way? 
I mean, of course I would, I would have liked that, you know what I mean? But like, I don't live my life, like waiting around for people to apologize, you know, that's between them and, you know, their, whatever issues that they have, you know, with themselves. Like I would have loved that, you know what I mean? But if she doesn't feel like she has anything to apologize for, then, you know, I only want genuine apologies. I don't want somebody just doing it just because, you know, the fans are now on your back. Like I want it, you know, for her to really feel my heart because people who know me know that I'm not a fighter. I'm really a lover. You know what I mean? And I do get a little, I have a boat, I have a voice and I might get a little, you know, sassy, but like my intentions are always like in the right place. You're too busy selling real estate. Yes, period. <laughs> we'll clear this up because I watched the whole show in one sitting and I'm still confused. You know, okay, so we talked about we talked about Polly and Tyler. I mean, Lauren is even speaking up on this and Lauren's normally quiet. Like, is there a video? And if so, did you see it? Because I'm confused because you said you saw it. You said you didn't see it. I left that whole thing saying like, I don't know if it really matters if there's a video, but I'm just curious. Ugh, and I got caught, I got myself caught up in video gate, boy, oh boy. So yes, there is one, um, you know, and that's how we actually knew that it really happened between Polly and Tyler before Polly even admitted it. Um, so there is one. However, when Tyler asked me, I told a white lie because I knew that this was going to be a storyline. And I was like, hell no, like, I don't want to get dragged into that storyline now. Cause then I'm gonna have to tell who showed me the video and I don't want to have to snitch on somebody. You know what I mean? So I was like, no, 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 like there's no video or whatever. And then the question comes on camera when you guys see and Tyler's like, wait, you told me there's no video. And then Lauren's like, but I, but Lauren and I were close at the time and I did confirm with her that there was one. So I'm like, crap, you know what I mean? So here I am, like, I have to tell that like, yeah, there is one, but like, I almost wish that I would just kept my mouth closed about it or just like not watched it at all, you know? Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Do you guys have a great summer in the sun? Maybe a little too much fun? It's no secret that UV rays can take a toll on our skin, leaving it dry, tired, and less vibrant. If you want to hit the undo button on UV-induced aging, say hello to OneSkin. OneSkin is your secret weapon against the summer's toll on your skin. I use OneSkin every day on my face. I've used so many other products that haven't worked, so I went into my relationship with OneSkin very jaded, but man, my skin is so replenished, it's so soft, and I actually see results. Scientists have shown that it can actually reverse the biological age of skin by several years in their groundbreaking research. OneSkin is the world's first skin long longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code VELVET at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with code VELVET. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with OneSkin. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me. I love reality TV and I love coffee. 
I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. And it's stupid. Like it's short. Like it's not like anything like worth watching like that but just like it was confirmation that like what Kayla was saying was true so who's spreading around this video I mean I plead the fifth I'm not a snitch so which is why I got in a situation to begin with because I wasn't going to snitch on someone next season when it comes to personal relationships Brandy you're probably just going to say like does anyone want to buy a house period and that's exactly what I'm on because like I realized that that's why I cried like after I gave my opinion because like I knew that it was going to like get drugged through the mud. You know what I mean? And I was just like, dude, I'm just being authentic and telling you guys how I feel, you know? What about, you know, we saw at Geo's party, we saw Tyler storm out and he told Jason, you've hired the wrong agents. And then, you know, Jason's like, yeah, whatever. Like, this is par for the course. Like, do you think that Jason has hired the wrong agents at the Ogre? <laughs> Absolutely not. Especially not me. He had the right agent when it comes to me. So um, I guess like, you know, that's his, that's his point of view and he's entitled to his, his opinion. But I don't agree, no. When you watch yourself back on the show, is there anything that, like, you regret over the two seasons that, you know, I guess, I mean, I don't know if it was the situation of Cabo or just in general, are you one of those that's like, you know, it happened at the time, everything happens for a reason, I don't really have any regrets? Um, My only regret from season two is getting involved in Videogate. Like, I just wish that when Tyler texts me, like, is there really a video? I would have just been like, not my business and not answering that. You know what I mean? Instead of like lying to like hopefully throw him off course, I should have just said like I I should have never even told anyone about the video. That's my fault. But other than that, I think everything else happened for a reason, even like beefing with Rose and Jarvis on season one and then becoming friends with Jarvis in season two, because like in real life, some of the best friendships happen from people that you used to be like arch enemies with. You know what I mean? So like I don't regret that from season one because it was also like looking into a mirror where I was like, hey, these girls are just trying to say this and they're absolutely right. You know what I mean? And it's hard to see that when you when you're like in this bubble with production and you don't know each other and, you know, so I don't regret any of that. We did see you get closer to Rose, you know, and Jarvis this yeah. season. But, you know, we saw a little mini breakup between, you know, Jarvis and Rose. Like, I can't sleep at night over this. Like, are these two no. going to be OK? I know. And I'm really hoping to get the band back together, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, I'm really cool with both of them. And. I have individual relationships with both of them, but it is difficult, like just being in the middle because they do not get along. But I think that they are such a power team. I think that they set a great example for our office and I'd love to see them get back together so that we can start getting those 20 mils. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're a power couple. What about like, if you had to sell like a house of your own, like your family home, like which agent in this office would you hire to sell your house? Jason. <laughs> Jason, that's it. Maybe Geo, you know, like, but for the most part, if it, if I couldn't choose myself. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like Jason or 
geo, basically it. Jason's a good answer. Yeah. Is there anything like that you have you changed from this whole experience of being on a hit Netflix show? I mean, you know, you still have your day job, but like, has this changed you in any respects? Not really. Like you see, I'm in the office right now. I still grind really hard. I'm, I still take real estate the same way I would as if I wasn't on the show. The only thing that's changed now is I, I keep forgetting that I can't go places looking like homeless because like, I'll just be like, like at Starbucks looking like I just brought out of bed and people are like, Brandy. And I'm like, oh shit. I was on this show. Like I forget that I did this sometimes and I'm just like out here looking crazy. <laughs> but that's the only way it's changed me. That's a good thing. You're right. You cannot go to Starbucks anymore in the OC without getting recognized. Right. As we wind down, you know, I know, like I said, Alex Hall and Tyler have been so vague in the press about what's going on with their relationship. We saw this season end with this kiss in the hot tub. Do you know what's going on between them? I mean, I know you're not going to tell me here today, but I'm just curious. I mean, they're being vague in the press. Do you actually know? I actually do not know. And it's none of my business. I don't care. And we're not filming right now, so I'm not being asked my opinion. And that's the thing that people don't understand. Like I'm working and, but if production asks me, hey, what do you feel about this? This is what's going on. Then, I, then I'll formulate an opinion. But right now I don't have one because they're living their life and I'm living mine, you know? We're just going to have to wait till season three, which there is going to be a season three. And I am counting the days because this show is so great. So oh, yeah. it goes down to season three too. It gets, it gets even spicier. <laughs> How is that even possible? How is that even possible, Brandon? I don't know, but it's just good. It's just, I think it's the perfect mix of personalities and, and you know, ambition. It's, and it's this beautiful, like serene, serene office that we have and these properties. I mean, I think it's just a wonderful mix. I don't know how like Adam DeVello, Netflix, Jason, I don't know how you, they all figure it out, but it just works every season. So for success. Yeah. I can't wait. I know you're busy selling houses and doing your day job. So I really appreciate you taking your time to sit and chat with us today. And you'll have to come back next season. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.